the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's a couple minutes after 4. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for listening in. Forecast, kind of cloudy. Had some sunshine for a while, but the skies are getting a little overcast at the moment. More so windy. Maybe we'll get a shower. Low down to 52 eventually tonight. Then tomorrow looks like it'll be a cloudy, rainy day. A high of 66. All right. Well, let's play. Let's play this guy. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. There you go. Okay. So now we continue along. A few things to run by before we get our program going further. One is if you are looking for something to do, WFAL.com has a lot of fun stuff right now. The Rewards Club specifically. A lot of contests. For example... The Dead Sea Squirrels Contest, it's a book series that Mike Naraki from VeggieTales has put out, an early reader series uh, geared toward elementary age kids. And there are six books total. They're, they come out in, in pairs. And so the most recent two are called Tremendous Trouble, based on Matthew 5, 7. God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. And Whirly Squirrelies, based on Proverbs sixteen thirty two. Better to be patient and powerful, better to have self-control than to conquer a city. And uh, you can win one of the books, or you may wind up winning all six. Highly recommend them. Uh, you can get yourself entered, again, in the Rewards Club at WFIL.com on the Contest and Surveys page. While you're there, there are a bunch of other contests going, including the uh, Mother's Day Dough Contest. It's not really called that officially, but it does say you could win $1,000 for Mother's Day, uh, which is coming up on May 10th. And that's just a simple, quick entry kind of a contest. One other one that's there. Um, it's not, I wouldn't call it a contest as much as a, a, just a free resource to you. Family life is a great program on WFIL. You catch it at nine o'clock each weekday morning, also at one thirty AM and David Ann Wilson and Bob Lapine recently had author John Piper on their program and discussed his new book, coronavirus and Christ offering answers and perspective built on God being your rock in these days with encouragement to stand on his mighty love as we walk through these times together. And so there's a free copy of that. Anybody can have it. So help yourself to that. That's a, that's a free deal. So some of the stuff you'll see there, you just help yourself. And other things, you enter to win. Uh, one other quick one I just want to run by, because it's coming down the home stretch tomorrow is the last day for it, is the uh, kindness challenge you've been hearing about. Every day we've been posting an act of kindness on our website for you to carry out. And if you haven't started yet, you can crash kind, if that's the way of putting it, uh, where you go there and run through the list and get as many done as you can. Something as simple as uh, calling a senior citizen just to see how they're doing or maybe sending a text to a friend to encourage them. It could be something like uh, planning a game night for your family or setting aside clothes to donate once the current crisis uh, subsides some and you're free to do more of those things. So there's a whole list of them. And if you haven't started again, you know, if, if you're one of the latecomers, you're still welcome to join in and you can do as much as you can. After you complete an act of kindness, you just check the box next to it and you get an entry in the contest for doing that. There's some bonus entry opportunities too, and that should be worth it just for that, right? The participation of and being a blessing 
uh, and helping spread kindness, and especially in days like these. And, and all the things on that list, by the way, are are social distancing compliant. But on top of that, you could actually wind up winning $5,000 as part of this, and not just for you, but for a deserving national organization. And there's a list of them there that you could pick from. So a lot of good in that kindness challenge. It concludes tomorrow night at midnight. So get to it tonight, perhaps. When you get a chance tonight, tomorrow, tomorrow night even, you can be part of that. A lot of folks have jumped in on it, and you're welcome to be a part of that as well. But um, make sure to, to take a look at that and a bunch of other wonderful resources and opportunities at WFIL.com. We're going to take a quick break and then come back with a very special guest. And his name, I'm sure you're not unfamiliar with, Dr. Michael Youssef. We've actually been trying to connect with him for quite a while. Travels a lot. Busy man. He's the host of Leading the Way, which you can catch at 5.30 each weekday afternoon on WFIL, also 3 a.m. Leading the Way is actually our Ministry of the Month for April. And they have a free download, too. So that's one of the things you'll see at WFIL.com. But uh, Dr. Youssef is kind enough to set aside time to spend with us this hour. So we're going to talk with him. And whenever we have folks like him on the program who host ministry programs in WFIL, I love to get more of their story. You get to know them through the preaching, but it's different when you have a chance to ask them, share your testimony. How did God get a hold of you? And they can kind of go into it for a while. So that's one of the many things that plan to ask Dr. Youssef about. That's coming up in just a couple moments here on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com and on the WFIL app. You're listening to a podcast of the Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL is the Tim DeMoss Show, and we're very pleased to bring on board Dr. Michael Youssef from Leading the Way. Hello, sir. How are you today? Wonderful, Tim. Good to be with you. Absolutely. A big blessing to, to have you on board. Um, there's lots of things to chat about. Uh Leading the Way has been the Ministry of the Month for April. Also been talking about Awake America 2020. And um, I just thought, though, what you know, I've been uh, at the radio station now for a couple of years. I was here years ago. Now that I'm back, been working on trying to connect with each of the ministries on the station. And, and you're one we have not had a chance to connect with. I know you're super busy to um, offer listeners just a chance to also hear more beyond the ministry a little bit. So uh, if you have sure. a moment, I'd love to hear a little bit of your testimony because it's quite a thing. Well, uh, the bottom line is I'm a 71-year-old sinner who was saved by the grace of God. And um, uh, some years ago, God was looking down from heaven trying to find the most unlikely person uh, to entrust him with a proclamation of the gospel to uh, 195 countries in 26 of the most spoken languages. And then he looked down and said, well, I found him. (laughs) That's kind of my testimony to summary of my life. <laughs> well, well, early in life, though, wasn't there a time that uh, I, I understand that your mother's pregnancy was not a had some issues, and there was a sure. chance, right? There was a whole yeah, thing about yeah. not even being born, right? Well, she had eleven kids, <laughs> wow. and um, some kind of uh, really kind of born still born, but uh, there were eight of us who survived. And I was right at the bottom, and her health by that time was deteriorating to such a degree that three doctors actually told her that um, she must terminate for her own, uh, you know, survival. Wow. And the blessing of God was uh, a pastor, our pastor, my family pastor, 
had a vision, and that really disturbed him all night. So he, early hours in the morning when the procedure was supposed to take place, he went and uh, told him he feels that uh, strongly that the Lord has a purpose for this pregnancy. And my mother, being a godly woman, she said, well, I'm going to trust God. And I guess if I die, I die. And that was a horrible burden that the pastor carried on himself. But uh, uh, thankfully, uh, both my mother and the pastor lived long enough to um, to see me come to Christ. And my mother died when I was 16, so although she was in a poor health, but nonetheless, I'm honored to have known her for 16 years. Amen. You know, as you're speaking there, I, I forgot. My mom uh, passed away five years ago, but um, her mm. mom actually died in childbirth. Wow. And, my, wow. and my mom was a, a very godly woman, one of the most humble people I've ever known, uh, fun and yes. all that, but dwelt with people. She just really supported people in a quiet way. And yeah. after she passed, one of my siblings said, you know, um, it's so neat that mom, who felt kind of guilty sometimes in her lifetime about her mother passing in her childbirth, that they're going to see mm-hmm. each other now for the first time. Uh, a know? wonderful reunion. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, and, and you at age 16, you mentioned that that's about the time that you really got on board with the Lord. Is that right? Yes. Uh, I grew up in a very godly, evangelical, Bible-believing home where we had family altar every night. But uh, I became a rebellious teenager for the very sole purpose. It's just I didn't like this idea of that God called a call in my life to be in ministry where my older siblings, all economists and uh, bankers and business people. And I said, well, you know, why would I be kind of uh, the black sheep in the family and end up uh, <laughs> going to the ministry? Right. And uh, and back then, of course, uh, the, the economics of being in the ministry did not pull my chimes. So I thought, well, if I run away from the Lord, you know, I've become a damaged good that he can't use me. Mm. Foolishly, very <laughs> foolishly. Yeah. I thought that I could do that, and uh, but God supernaturally brought me to Himself uh, in 1964, mm. and uh, so marvelous. Uh, uh, grateful to the Lord for that. Wow, Dr. Michael Youssef's our guest from Leading the Way, which you can catch weekdays at 5:30 p.m. on WFIL. Actually, been on the radio station for. Uh, close to 20 years. We're going to get into that in a second, but a little bit more if I could about just growing up, born in Egypt, right? And you moved around, you were in Lebanon, Australia. What was upbringing like for you and the spiritual climate too, in the places that you lived compared to when you eventually came to America? Well, of course, you know, the difficulty in, in, in Egypt at the time in the sixties is that uh, there was a, uh, six-day war with Israel and things were really bleak. And Mr. Nasser, who, had a as kind of a socialistic dictatorship uh, made things really, really bad and start nationalizing. Socialism never works. I'm telling you, there's not there is not a single place where socialism worked, and uh, and things got so bad uh, with the nationalization of businesses and banks and everything else. And and so I was 19 years old, and I basically made my the rounds of. Immigration offices of the United States was closed after the Six-Day War. Canada, Australia, and God opened the door miraculously to go to Australia. And so um, I I literally escaped with the clothes on my back uh, to go to Beirut, supposedly for a short visit. Mm. Uh, and uh, I never returned. In fact, I never returned 
until years later. And here's the irony, the amazing irony, the delicious irony <laughs> that when I returned years later, as I, I returned by an invitation from President Sadat, who was the successor of Nasser. Wow. And got, you know, received, uh, was honored and received. And, and I just, uh, amazing. When I left, I thought I'll never be able to go back because things just look so bleak that I thought, oh, I'll never see my siblings again. Yeah. But uh, again, thank God, uh, and now I have a ministry there that is uh, amazing. We have a television station 24-7 called Malakot Sat that's in 200 million homes in the Arabic-speaking world, a very strong presence in Egypt. I go there every year ministering hmm. uh, to many people, and uh, have in the 80s I was able to train uh, hundreds and hundreds of Christian leaders from the Middle East. Uh, through a training program I was involved with. And so, you know, God just does amazing things when you say, okay, I'm not my own. You got me, you own me. Use me whichever way you want to. Uh, uh, You know, don't don't ask for my opinion because it won't won't mean anything. (laughs) (laughs) About how old were you you when when you wound uh, up leaving? uh, 19. Okay, wow. See, and again, in a, in a spot where you're a young man, but you're still, there's, there's so much uh, life in front of you, theoretically speaking, right? And and just... Yeah, got, the, yeah. 50 years ago now. I go 50 years ago. Wow. Dr. Michael Youssef, our guest this afternoon on the Tim DeMoss Show from the program Leading the Way. You can find out more about their ministry, by the way, at ltw.org. Uh, also, wakeamerica2020.com, a prayer movement that Dr. Youssef's heading up. We're going to chat with him about that in a couple of moments. First, a quick break, and then back with more on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM 560, WFIL, and WFIL.com. 421, the Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Don't forget the Ministry of the Month that we have going in April, Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef, who we're chatting with today. You can catch it at 5.30 p.m. and 3 a.m. on WFIL. And you can help yourself to a free copy of Dr. Youssef's book, The Prayer That God Answers, Experience the Power and Fullness of the Lord's Prayer. Learn to pray as Jesus taught, and in doing so, bring his perspective and power to every area of life. We'll chat with Dr. Youssef about that. Uh, in a moment, but in the meantime, just a quick reminder, you can download that absolutely free through tomorrow night at WFIL.com. Did you have your heart set on coming to America when you were younger, or, or and if so, oh, why? Yes. Uh, as a teenage boy living in this socialist dictatorship and absolutely no freedom whatsoever, uh, where normally even the churches, uh, which are uh, 10 to 15 million Christians in Egypt, so a lot of churches, but uh, even in the churches, you had plainclothes uh, uh, people, uh, you know, like uh, Gustavo type, and listening to the sermons and, you know, making sure that nobody says anything against the government. Hmm. And uh, things were really, really bleak. And um, and I would go to libraries and not read books about uh, uh, American freedom. Uh, and that's why I am huge, huge. Uh, uh, supporter uh, of, of, of and warning and exhorting people, don't lose your freedom, because I know what it's like to lose freedom. And this is a precious thing in America, and uh, needs to be protected uh, in every way. 
so yeah, I mean that was my dream. As yeah, fourteen, fifteen, I'll go to the libraries, get books, and I start reading about the Constitution and the founding fathers, and, and I just long to breathe the air of freedom. And that was a dream, and I did not know for a while that that was going to be fulfilled. But God graciously had placed that dream in my heart, and he worked out the details to bring me here in 1977. Dr. Michael Youssef, our guest from Leading the Way. Again, you can catch the program every weekday afternoon, 530 on WFIL. LTW.org for details as well on the ministry overall. Uh, share then, maybe kind of keep that timeline going from 1977 when you came to the States till about 10 years later when the Church of the Apostles uh, that you had started got started. What kind of happened in that 10 year window? And then we can talk about the church and then the program too, if you wouldn't mind. I, became, I headed up a, a ministry. I was invited by the founder of the Hagia Institute for Leadership Training, which really headquartered in Singapore. Hmm but they had an American office here in Atlanta, and they invited me to come and become the managing director. So that's what I did for 10 years, and that's why I came to Atlanta okay. at the U.S. headquarters. And there I served uh, traveling the globe with the House of the Gospel, speaking in many churches and campuses, and uh, particularly training leaders of every kind, lay and clergy, from church leaders, uh, from judges, to lawyers, professors, university presidents, to bishops and pastors. And that was the leadership training that I have conducted from uh, 1978 to 1987, wow. uh, constantly traveling the globe. In fact, I've circled the globe about 64 times now. That's and uh, <laughs> I've, all on behalf of the gospel, which was I'm not a tourist, so I would go to a place and I minister and leave. And uh, But then uh, as my uh, four children were growing, uh, they were young at the time, but they were growing, and I realized the need, and the Lord began to really put on my heart a need for a consistent preaching ministry, so that's what I called you for. And so I started the church with 28 adults, uh, friends, I just was teaching a Sunday school class in another church, and uh, they uh, that church went liberal, completely liberal, and so the began to say, look, we, 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 need, we, we need you to do this. So I planted the church uh, 33 years ago, coming up next week, and uh, as they say, the rest is history. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's grown large by God's grace. Equip the saints, seek Amen. the lost, right? And all Amen. the... Yeah. Well, I mean, the story of, of leading the way, I know you, you're the first to, to point to the Lord as to why that's, that's grown and how everything has grown the way it has and about God and his faithfulness, and, and your personal hunger, really, to feed folks the Word of God um, unashamedly and straightforward. And and um, some folks are more bold and direct, and others perhaps uh, take their cues a bit from the person they're sharing with. And um, any sure. thoughts on what it means to be bold um, without being, you know, in the wrong way bold, um, compared sure, to some of the soft method? Yeah. In Ephesians, the Apostle Paul gives us a very delicate formula saying that you've got to speak the truth in love. And, you know, I have to tell people I love you. I think people know that you love them or not. They will sense it. They literally will sense it in you. I live in neighborhoods with a lot of non-believers, and it's a wonderful opportunity for me to really develop these friendships with non-believers and speak the truth to them, but in a loving way. And that's really what, what it's all about. As long as you speak the truth, that's... You know, some people are kind of foamed at the mouth and uh, don't say anything. Yeah. But 
we are called to be witnesses. I'm not saying everybody's an evangelist. That would be a, a mistake. But everybody's a witness. All you can say, look, you know, I was lost, but now I'm found. God saved me. And, uh, you know, that, that's a simple witness. Yeah. One of the things that uh, I, I love reading the book of Proverbs, and just earlier this week read in Proverbs 27, back-to-back verses, better is open rebuke than hidden love, and uh, wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. And I, I know it's easy yep. to, right? I mean, it's easy, it's easy to want to not offend someone or hurt their feelings or make them feel judged, and that can lead you to saying nothing or saying minimal. And uh, yep. yeah, but you got to be careful about that. But in some in some situation, like in marriage, for example, if you have an unbelieving spouse, I, I don't think it is God's uh, will for you to nag the spouse who's an unbeliever. Yeah. But as Peter said in First Peter three, you just uh, basically uh, show them the love of Christ uh, in the way you live, and uh, mm. sooner or later, uh, uh, the, like Paul said to the Corinthians in chapter First Corinthians seven, that they are sanctified in the believing, meaning that God has a plan for them. Somehow he's going to work it out. So don't, you don't nag them, but you constantly show the love of Christ. So each situation is different. Now, those of us, of course, in the pulpits who uh, cowardly because they don't want to be criticized and don't want to be um, you know, uh, uh, accused of, uh, uh, of whatever, they, we kind of water it down smooth it over, and I've seen this happen over and over and over again, and in the end, the gospel is literally uh, disappearing under a pile of uh, 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 cliches and positive thinking and all those nice things. But those of us whom are called to be in the pulpits, we have absolutely no choice but to be bold, and again, to do it in love, but to be bold, nonetheless, that not to call. I wrote a book uh, it's uh, recently just re- released, uh, uh, and it's, uh, it's a, uh, the title of it is question, Saving Christianity? Question mark. Because every one of those people who have departed from the faith, watered down the gospel, try to soften the gospel, they say, well, I'm doing this reinventing Christianity because I want to save Christianity. Well, in the end, it's not really Christianity at all you're saving. You're saving your own hide. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> so I wrote the book. In fact, it became a bestseller, and 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 uh, it it just only came out literally six weeks ago. Yeah. And so, it, it, I'm, I'm, and in it, I am exalting young pastors. Please, I'm pleading with them: do not compromise the word of God out of fear, because God is going to give you the courage. God is going to protect you. You don't have to worry about it. And for the layman who's sitting in a pew where the pastor is not preaching the word of God, you either exalt him or leave. Yeah, it's it's uh, I, it's a great word. It needs to be spoken, and there is a way to do it. I, I think that I think that the idea of loving people gets gets water not watered down. It gets um, the, it leave it to the devil to try to confuse things enough. Of course, you're not supposed to hurt somebody who doesn't believe the Bible, or if they they're acting in a way that's not in accordance with Scripture. But to just call it fine, I mean. The Bible talks about that yeah. too. Don't call something that's not that is sin not sin. So, yeah. well, you know, if we don't tell a person to repent because Jesus loves you, <laughs> I mean, why would you call anybody to repentance in these days unless you love them and because Jesus loves them? Uh, otherwise, you know, there's just no no purpose for it, right? 
Yeah. I mean, it, the only reason why we do what we do and take the gospel uh, to individuals and to the nations is because we know that God loves them and He wants them to repent, therefore, and, and spend eternity with Him in heaven. Yeah. And if somebody says, no, I, I heard you, I understand, I want nothing to do with it, I said, God bless you, I'll move on. I don't, yes. I don't, you know, we're not belligerent, we're not commanded like other religions, you, you force religion down their throat, and if, don't, they, if they don't, you kill them. Now, that's for some other religions, not our, our faith. Dr. Michael Youssef, our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Quick check on the forecast on the cloudy side. The rest of the afternoon, windy, uh, down to 52 eventually tonight. Maybe a quick shower tomorrow. Cloudy and rainy. Expected uh, the, the shower thing for, you know, off and on throughout the day. Very windy and a high of 66. We have a quick break to take. We'll keep our chat going with Dr. Michael Youssef from the program Leading the Way, which actually comes up about an hour from now at 5.30 on WFIL. They're our ministry of the month. You can get a free download of Dr. Youssef's book, The Prayer That God Answers, Experience the Power and Fullness of the Lord's Prayer, on our website till tomorrow night at midnight. So swing by and grab that absolutely free at WFIL.com. And again, we'll keep our conversation with Dr. Youssef going here in just a moment on WFIL. Thanks for listening in today. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 435 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for hanging out with us this afternoon. Uh, We appreciate that very much. Dr. Michael Youssef, kind enough to spend a little time with us. The program, of course, leading the way weekdays at 530 p.m. on WFIL, ltw.org. For more info, definitely want to talk to you for a moment about AwakeAmerica2020.com is the site folks can go to. And the interesting story, backstory for this is this was something in the works before everything with coronavirus kicked in. Uh, Share about that. Oh, yeah, we started last year. We were talking about it. And uh, as I wrote this particular book and and some of my colleagues have read the manuscript, you know, Saving Christianity. uh, And they said, well, well, the only answer is for an awakening that God mercifully, and we looked at the history of awakening. I had the privilege of sitting at the feet of the man who was the authority on revivals, Dr. J. Edwin Orr, back in 77 and 78. I sat at his feet. I learned from him that every awakening that happened, whether it be in Wales or in New England or in New York, they all started with prayer. And and God's people committed not just just to say your prayers, I mean, you, you, you remove the idols from your life, you consecrate yourself, and you begin to pray and petition heaven. And every time that happens, God sends a, a, a spiritual awakening. So as a, when we gather as many believers with us to unite, there is the, the theme of unity is very significant in the Scripture. Uh, you know, blessed, how many times in the psalmist? Uh, talks about the blessing of unity, the blessing of unity, how beautiful it is when the brethren dwell together in unity. And then the Apostle Paul talks about the unity of the Spirit, the bond of peace. And so we wanted all of our listeners and our television viewers uh, to join with us, and we're doing it around the globe. For example, our U.K. office and a U.K. ministry, which was very significant, we have Awake UK, and then the same in Australia. We have a very large presence in Australia. We have Awake Awake Australia. And so we wanted 
people to be praying for their countries, to be praying for God to send an awakening. And it doesn't matter where he sends it. God is sovereign. And if it's somewhere else in another place, we will rejoice in it. But at least we are praying for it. And if he uses us and sends us through leading the way through the church, that would be wonderful. But if somebody else, we will be there rejoicing with them. Amen. AwakeAmerica2020.com. And I guess the nuts and bolts of it is there's a card that you can print out and, and take with you on a prayer walk yeah. in your neighborhood, right? It's kind of like, let's grow where you're planted, be a blessing right where you are, or pray from home if you need to. And then you, there's actually part of it where you take a selfie with your prayer card, and it kind of helps build a community in the hashtag AwakeAmerica2020. Uh, just for, you know, there, there is something to the sense of, of community and for folks to be yeah. spur, spurring each other on. Absolutely, yes. And campus, community, neighborhoods, absolutely, yes. Yeah. Speak to this, if you would, for a second, too. Just the notion to encourage the individual listener, how a, how a Great Awakening can actually start with one person. It does not need to be until you get a huge amount of people, but, but um, someone that is truly surrendered and ready and available, how God can really use that to do great things. Well, the very last awakening we had uh, in the United States was in New York City, uh, a businessman, not a preacher, a businessman, Jeremiah Lamphere. And um, he rented a small hall and advertised in the papers, just a tiny ad, join me to pray for an awakening. And, you know, very few people showed up lunchtime. Uh, at that time in the, in the 1770s uh, were... Uh, 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 things, uh, sorry, 1870s, uh, things were really, really bad in the economy from the 50s, from the 1850s on. And so, but then started six people, then 11 people, and they just kept growing, kept growing, and the prayer meetings just spilled, spilled over to other churches and other places and went from New York to New Jersey and then spread all across New England and the United States and then uh, I mean, Yale, for example, they used to have mock communion. There were 90 Bible studies going on after the awakening. And, and stories like this to, that we know ha- have happened before, God has honored them before. And, and we're not saying, that, you know, we, are, we have any, any right whatsoever other than saying, God, you're a sovereign God, you're full of grace and mercy. Have mercy on us as people and, and, and send us an awakening and so that those who are appointed unto salvation will come to Christ. AwakeAmerica2020.com. Again, for that, folks just tuning in to Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL, Dr. Michael Youssef, our guest, leading the way the program, 5.30 each weekday afternoon on WFIL, ltw.org for more info. And again, AwakeAmerica2020.com. Speaking of prayer, all month in April, there's been a free download from our site, uh, the the book that you wrote, The Prayer That God Answers, Experience the Power and Fullness of the Lord's Prayer. Maybe you could speak to that a little bit for folks who haven't downloaded it yet. Well, great. Well, I'm, I've written several books on prayer, actually. And um, what, the prayer that God answers is really an expounding of what the Lord was teaching us or teaching his disciples first and us second, uh, uh, the, the, the power in the Lord's Prayer itself. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a, every phrase that our Lord taught us is loaded, and 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 sometimes I find myself if I go through the Lord's Prayer, uh, not that by rote, but I spend time phrase by phrase. I find myself praying for 45 minutes, and I haven't even finished yet. And so <laughs> yeah. that is part of that 
book showing people actually how to pray the Lord's Prayer. Um, for example, we get our Father, and now we get to talk to Him as my Father, and how He is much more loving than my earthly father ever could be, or any earthly fathers for that matter. And then I'll stop, you know, uh, uh, praising His name and, how, and, and so on. So that's what the book is about, that, uh, the, the download. It's, uh, it's really a, a book that teaches you how to pray. It's like if you need, you know, training wheels. <laughs> To pray for yeah. some people, of course, they've been prayer warriors for a long time. They may not need it, but for those who need training wheels, that would help them get started. Yeah, I, I prayed each morning because I mean that's part of what he he talked to us about. Um, in fact, yeah. in, in your in the book, there's actually I think at the end of each chapter an opportunity yes. to, to write your own prayer in there, kind of in the in the pattern of the Lord's Prayer. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, I show mine. I share mine, and this is something that was not easy for me to do, but when the publisher came, I said, look, people need this. So I share my own sample of my own prayer and then give you space to write your own hmm. uh, so they'll be in your own words. I love dwelling on it. We have a pastor, we, maybe a year or two ago, had done a little bit of a series on the Lord's Prayer and specifically said what you said. There's so much richness. There's not a ton of words, oh. but there's so much richness. Just go slow. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have to rush. Right. Yeah, just take your yeah. time <laughs> and let it sink Absolutely. in. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Michael Youssef, our guest from Leading the Way, heard weekdays at 530 on WFIL, org for more info. You can also uh, find out more about the program through WFIL's program guide at WFIL.com. We have a quick break, then we'll come back and continue our conversation. Dr. Michael Youssef on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 447, Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thank you for listening in this afternoon. You can also catch a program not only online, WFIL.com, but on the app. You can download the app free from WFIL.com. Put it on your smartphone or tablet and carry us with you wherever you go. Even if for now that means from the living room to the kitchen to wherever else you're walking around the house. It's still worth uh, being able to have that mobility. We uh, are enjoying having Dr. Michael Youssef as our guest from the program Leading the Way, coming down the home stretch of our time together. Two last questions for you, if I could. I know you have plenty sure. going on in your life. One, just about the ministry Leading the Way itself. We had talked about the Church of the Apostles, that being started. The radio ministry, if I'm not mistaken, was kind of birthed out of the church ministry. Is that right? It, it did. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, when I started church and started growing so fast, I was the only pastor on staff. Thank God I got 15 now, but at the time I was the only one, and, and they were running, running, running. But one of our members uh, said, came to me and he said, you know, you need to get on the media. I said, oh, no, no, I don't have the time to do that. <laughs> That's That might be 20 years down the road. But uh, he kept insisting, and really one day he tricked me in, in sort of, <laughs> going along, and uh, we started um, 32 years ago, we, this year, a year after the church started. So we launched uh, 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 Leading the Way Radio, uh, started as, as uh, spots, just a minute uh, spots on local radio here, and then it grew to be the ministry of the preaching of the Word of God. And uh, with Salem Communication and several other networks back in the early 90s, we expanded nationally. And from there, we started globally as well. 
and, and gone into 26 of the most spoken languages of the world, from Mandarin and Cantonese and Arabic and Persian and uh-huh. Turkish. And, and so um, we, we are so privileged to, to know that 14,000 times a week the gospel is going out to uh, 195 countries. Amen. I, you know, I check with I check with uh, our business manager Heather because the stations here in Philly have been around for a lot of years, and there have been some changes in formats and stuff like that. But she mentioned that the leading the way weekly program is when we started on Sunday mornings, uh, close to 20 years ago, and then the daily broadcast the next year. So it's been close to two decades in Philadelphia. It's a it's a blessing to have, and and I know folks appreciate having. That um, consistency and the and the boldness, but in a good way, because there's if the if the if the word's true, there's li- it's all life. So you want to hear it straight, you want to get it. You don't want to be like, I wonder what he means. He's kind of dancing around the edges, <laughs> yeah, right. right? Yeah, you, you know, uh, even my my staff, uh, they say we never leave your office uh, asking what did he mean by that. <laughs> I just <laughs> right. I don't know how to mince words. In, you know, in, <laughs> on, in, a, in a smaller communication or larger communication, I'm just um, what you see is what you get. Yeah. Well, so so let's wrap up with this, if you will. You've been serving the Lord for lots of years. You've been talk. We've been talking through. And if you take a moment and step back, what mm-hmm. might you say, both about God Himself as you've come to know yeah. Him over the years, and then kind of mm-hmm. a, a second part of that, if you had a main thought or two to impart to Christians and those who have not yet become believers, because there are a lot of folks who listen sure. to a station in the privacy of their homes or cars, what would you encourage sure. them about? Well, first of all, I was talking to my son, who is actually a, a colleague in, in the ministry now in the church. He, mm. he ministers uh, transgenerational. And uh, we were having lunch and we were talking. And I said, son, I said, you know, you've known me all my life, you know. Uh, my clay feet, and but I, 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 you can see that the older I get, the more focused I become on what I call the audience of one. Every one of us going to have that audience of one. <laughs> and what will I say, or rather, what would he say to me when I show up? Uh, my desire, my longing is, and becoming very intense in the last 10 years, more intense every day. Uh, well done, good and faithful servant. That's all I want to hear. Um, and for the non-believer, look, uh, I'm, from the, I'm from the Middle East. I know a bargain when I see one. We <laughs> bargain for everything in the Middle East. And there is no greater bargain in the world than accepting the incredible free gift of God, eternal life, forgiveness of sin, really from guilt and doubt peace of mind, peace at heart in the middle of trouble, uh, joy in the midst of uh, disturbances. So this is a bargain of the bargains. I mean, there is a, that's a great deal. And I'm not doing this as a salesman. I'm doing this because probably I will never see you or know that the, the, the folks are listening. But because I love the Lord, first of all, and I love people, is that I'm saying, come, look into Christ Look what, how much he loves you and what he did in order to prove his love for you. Don't shrug your shoulders and dismiss uh, Christ or the gospel message out of hand because in it there's not only your peace, your joy, your uh, serenity in this life, but also eternity with him in heaven. 
And so I would appeal to anyone who may be seeking, searching, if you're genuinely searching and seeking, God would love for them to come and say, Lord, I don't know where to go. Can you reveal yourself to me? Then start reading the Bible. God will reveal himself through the pages of the Scripture or through a friend, a Christian family member. And so keep your eyes open. Keep your heart open. Amen. Those are great words. Great words of encouragement and, and exhortation. Dr. Michael Youssef, kind enough to spend time with us today from Leading the Way, the program 530 each weekday on WFIL. LTW.org is where you can get more info. Don't forget AwakeAmerica2020.com, too. And, you know, with any good interview or, or TV show or something, there's usually like a credits that are rolling and a little cutaway scene. So on a lighthearted note, can I ask any little-known fact about yourself, such as you like black cherry ice cream or any little fun thing that folks may not know about Dr. Youssef? Well, <laughs> I, I tell you, I have become um, have become avid uh, uh, workout exercise really uh, person that in the work with a trainer for ten years now. Wow! And I can tell you this: I am better uh, physically, energy wise, in my seventies than when I was in my fifties. Wow! I can literally run a 12 or 11 and a half minute mile when I couldn't do that in my 50s. That's excellent. Uh, I, I lift weights uh, better than I did in my 40s. That is... So all of that is, is just an amazing blessing of God and I'm grateful for and something uh, folks may not know about. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. That's great. I love it. Well, it's an encouragement too. I'm in my 50s and I need to get back to more of what you're talking about. So... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This is an important time. That's when I, uh, uh, when, when, just when I was about to turn sixty, God woke me up and uh, said, I, "I still have some things for you to do." So I went and lost forty-five pounds. Wow! And then I began to exercise, and I have been uh, ever since. Amen. That's great. Yeah. Great practical encouragement for for each of us listening in. Well, Amen. God bless you. Folks will keep you in, in prayer and the ministry in prayer and, and keep up the great work as unto him. Thank you so much, Tim. God bless you, brother. You too. Have a great rest of your day. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Dr. Michael Youssef from Leading the Way. I heard weekdays at 530 on WFL coming up here a little over a half hour from now. Also 3 a.m. airing at ltw.org is where you can get more info, ltw.org. And don't forget, Leading the Way is our ministry of the month. For April, so we have today and tomorrow. If you want to swing by WFIL.com, there's a free uh, download of Dr. Youssef's book, The Prayer That God Answers. And uh, you're welcome to help yourself. Anybody is able to do that, but you do have to get that by midnight tonight at WFIL.com. So let's see. We are just wrapping up the program in the last few moments here. Um, the podcast of today's show, by the way, should be up on our homepage you know, within the hour and uh, you're welcome to also subscribe to the podcast if you'd like to do that, wherever you do that sort of thing. Apple Podcasts, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and some others. And so uh, that's when we can keep up with things automatically. Tomorrow, looking forward to having Isabella Chow. She, uh, at the time, was a third-year student at UC Berkeley. And her story is featured in that new safe space, uh, that new No Safe Spaces documentary that we've been talking about uh, recently. It was the number one political documentary of 2019, had a 99% rating at RottenTomatoes.com. It's a, a documentary starring Adam Carolla and talk show host Dennis Prager, and they travel the whole country. They interview political figures and cultural figures on both sides, the right and the left, if you will. Tim Allen's in it. 
uh, Ben Shapiro, Jordan Peterson, Alan Dershowitz, a wide variety, and they explore the issue of free speech. Uh, they say that America is, in a nutshell, an amazing place. It's an exceptional country, but also that foundational American values have come under attack and how you can fight back with that. It's a, it's a heavy topic, but it's actually done in an entertaining and, and powerful way. And uh, so you can find out more about that at nosafespaces.com. That's the site you got to go to because it doesn't, uh, it, it's not available on uh, Amazon Prime or uh, what was Spotify or um, uh, Netflix, things like that. They won't carry it, interestingly enough. So nosafespaces.com is where you go. Dennis Prager, speaking of which, also going to be joining our program uh, probably next week as we, you know, he'll have a lot of insight to share into the film. But tomorrow, Isabella Chow going to join us. Looking forward to it. Her story is really, really interesting. I was very impressed with how she was, you know, presented herself in the documentary. And we're going to have more time with her tomorrow to dig into the story. It's quite a story. So that's tomorrow. Other guests coming up, Keith Law of The Athletic, actress Sarah Callies, uh, Callies, uh, 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 Dr. Avita King, and, man, a bunch of others, Crawford Loritz, authors, and it's exciting. It's a busy time. It's a good time. Hopefully that as we are together, uh, still continuing on with the radio station, that you find the ministry, the programming, including the show, a blessing to you. Feel free, if you have a guest you'd like to hear on the show, to email me, Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Happy to uh, take that suggestion and add to the guest list. And there are more coming, too. So that's all happening. And again, the podcasts are available at WFIL.com. Last quick thought for you. The Kindness Challenge is wrapping up tomorrow night at midnight. Chance for you to win $5,000, also for a deserving national organization, and spread a lot of kindness in the meantime. Even if you haven't started yet, there's still time to get involved and, quote, unquote, catch up. Details on the Kindness Challenge at WFIL.com. Have a great night. Thanks for listening in. Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.